This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. All you have to do is dial in toll-free at 855-453. That's 1-855-450-3733. And here with you tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. We invite you on over to our website at freetalklive.com. So enjoy the features you will find there. You get to control the content of the site. You find something online that you think is interesting just submit it over at freetalklive.com as show prep and then other listeners vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion you get to vote on things as well and the most voted up make it to the front page in the top of the site now with uh, much more serious spam control so you will have a a better time there a more pleasurable time because you will not be encountering uh, the spam posts the bots are being stopped and even the humans that are posting spam are being uh, prevented from getting on. So that's working, I think. Uh, so go over and enjoy at freetalklive.com. Of course, uh, much to discuss here tonight. Obviously, Ron Paul is going to be on the table for discussion. But still to come, Mark, the 10 lawsuits, most ridiculous lawsuits, apparently, when this was just in 2011? That's right. Okay. Just for 2011. So that's all on the way here, of course. You can bring up anything, 855-450-FREE. Uh, last night, Ron Paul uh, walking away with th- uh, third place in a very, very close competition in the Iowa caucus with, what was it, 22 or 21 percent at the, the end of the day? I think it's 21. Um, but, you know, this is that that's the the competition is being framed in a uh, sort of funny way by the media. And of course, that's what they do. This uh, vote is essentially for delegates, isn't it? I uh, yeah, I guess so. So right. there were – if Ron Paul got seven delegates, Rick Santorum got seven delegates, and uh, you know Mitt Romney got seven delegates, so wasn't a it a tie? Yeah, it does sound like a tie. Well, I'm looking at the results here. It says uh, Mitt Romney got 13 and Rick got 12. Ron didn't get any. Delegates? Correct. Why would that be? Why did you hear that it was 777, Mark? Because that's where I heard – you know, I read that online. Well, I'm looking at Fox News, so I, I suppose they could be wrong. I'm stunned. Why in the world would they split them that way in such a uh, close race? It's, I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I guess we have to figure out who's citing what source. She's citing Fox News. You're citing – some some Ron Paul site? <laughs> hey, you know, that's, that's what I read online. What can okay. I tell you? Um, it, yeah, some Ron Paul site is okay. essentially what I'm saying here. So I've got uh, the WashingtonExaminer.com. It says, uh, I think Ron Paul just won Iowa, declared Mark Hansen, Ron Paul's uh, Patawame County uh, coordinator. I assume that's in Iowa. Um, here at a bar serving as the unofficial county headquarters of the Paul campaign, Hansen had just conceded that Paul would not win the popular vote in Iowa, but he also pointed out at, after the the straw polls, the precincts appointed delegates to the county conventions in March, and that in every precinct, in, in Patawome at least, two or three Ron Paul supporters volunteered to be delegates. A few other candidate supporters volunteered also. Uh, um, oh, excuse me. And few other candidate supporters had volunteered. Delegates okay. at the county conventions helped select delegates in the state convention, which then select delegates to the Republican National Convention. Technically, tonight's vote was a straw poll, meaning it doesn't count for anything, determining no delegates, but setting the tone. The only actions that actually could make a difference in electing delegates to the National Convention heavily favored Paul. Nobody will be watching in June unless this election gets much more exciting, but Ron Paul might just send more Iowa delegates to Tampa rather than any other candidate. But the delegates will have to vote for whatever candidate they're sent there to vote for. Not as I understand the election in Iowa, no. That it's a straw poll and has no binding. I see. So the delegates coming out of Iowa will be able to vote for whomever they wish. 
That's my understanding. According, this is an article here by uh, from WashingtonExaminer.com, okay. Timothy P. Carney. So on one hand, you've got uh, Tim Carney at the Washington Examiner saying, and this is Examiner is just an online site. If I'll I'm not take mistaken. your word for it, sure. Uh, senior senior political columnist in the under the Beltway Confidential section. There's various different Examiner sites out there. Oh, there's sure. like the Tampa or Manchester or whatever Examiner, and it, it looks like pretty much anyone can write for it. Uh, now I'm not saying that online sites are less uh, viable. Credible, than, certainly. I mean, most uh, news stories are now are getting broken by bloggers. Right. Uh, I just you know clearly there's a discrepancy here. Uh, one side saying that uh, it's you know it, Ron Paul didn't get any delegates. This guy saying that Ron got the ma- majority of delegates. So I would say there's a pretty serious discrepancy there. I yeah, don't know what the truth is. It is my understanding of what I've read about the new Republican uh, caucus or the re- new re- uh, Republican sort of primary uh, selection. That doesn't what Fox is saying doesn't make any sense at all to me. Well, they could be totally uh, BSing. You know, I mean they they are part of the state. Uh, Apparati, so who knows what the truth is? Eight five five four fifty free. Maybe they're assuming that Paul will drop out, and therefore his votes will be split. I don't know. I think it's pretty uh, silly of them to presume Paul will drop out, but who knows what the, what they're thinking? Maybe it's just propaganda. One eight five five four fifty free. Maybe you can put your thoughts in on this whole delegate business. I, I think ultimately it doesn't really matter. Uh, ultimately, to me, what matters though is that Ron Paul continue on as far as he possibly can and talk about the ideas of liberty as much as he possibly can. And as long as he continues to do that, I'll continue to support his campaign. So I, to me, it doesn't matter if he's first place, second place, third place. Uh, ultimately, to me, Ron Paul is a communicator. He is uh, he's a platform for the ideas of liberty to spread, and he's very effective at doing that. So I think that from that perspective, Ron Paul has already won, especially if you look at uh, the difference between this year and 2008. Uh, I don't know if you, anybody checked on this, but I did last night. I went to uh, look at the results from 2008 in Iowa in their caucus. Did anybody else look at that? I yes. didn't. Mitt Romney got fewer votes than he did in 2008, and Ron Paul got, what, three times as many. I didn't even look at uh, what Mitt Romney got, because I don't care, but Ron Paul doubled, more than doubled his percentage. I didn't mm-hmm. look at the raw votes. I wasn't able to, to find that, uh, but he went from like nine-something percent to 22 percent, so... That to me has, you know, is significant. Uh, clearly, you know, the first time you run for a political office, you've got to get your name out there. People have to hear who you are, and you're probably not going to win the first time around. Obviously, it was his Ron's second time, but it was his first time in, a, in the Republican race for president, as I understand it. And uh, and he made a huge, a much larger splash this time out, which says to me that the ideas of liberty are infectious, that uh, people you know, were able to pick up on it this time because he was able to get publicity for his ideas. He was able to get more respect from some of the media this time around. And as a result of that increased uh, exposure and also perhaps the, a result of the, the poor economy, maybe making people more receptive to new ideas – uh, Ron's ideas clearly are on the upswing, and it it you know that's a pretty hopeful thing for the future. Whether Ron Paul wins or not, Ron Paul coming in in you know this ultra conservative kind of Republican race with well over a fifth of the population uh, th- that was voting there voting for him shows that the ideas of liberty are popular and they can uh, spread. And it makes me wonder, you know, how close are we to a point of saturation for these ideas? Are are we even anywhere near it? Uh, are we? Are You'd we think twenty percent was pretty close to it? I, I wouldn't be able to say. Well, it's twenty percent of those who voted, voted. so it's not twenty percent of everyone in America. Certainly not. Um, what I took away from this is it's down to a two-man race, and Paul is one of them. Um, I mean, Santorum can't 
put any kind of ground campaign together for New Hampshire, and New Hampshire wouldn't Why? vote for San- Santorum anyway. Um, he's just too he's too socially conservative. New Hampshire is a fiscally conservative place, but not a socially conservative place. I mean, this is the first state in the nation to legalize gay marriage from a legislative standpoint. Yeah, but aren't they trying to undo that now? Uh, there, there, there's uh, there's always going to be somebody trying to undo it. But aren't they like pretty successful with no, it? No, my understanding not. is the the bill that was due to come out of committee in January has been mm-hmm. tabled by the sponsor. Actually, really, I that just recently happened in the last two to three weeks. Okay, I, I know don't. That, I know that the folks that support gay marriage, you know, were coming out in force against this uh, this change around. Also, but, the bill to uh, expand the death penalty has uh, been modified to some extent to, to get rid of that death penalty, to give an option of getting rid of the death penalty entirely. Really? So, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... That's a pleasant surprise. A lot of things that are... Um, there's always being, this last minute stuff that makes yeah, things very confusing. Funny. No doubt. But, so, I mean, what that says to me is that Santorum may be able to mount something in um, in... in in South Carolina, but it doesn't seem likely. People look at the last election and say, oh, well, how did that go? What happened there? Because a lot of people are going to base their vote in New Hampshire on what happened in Iowa. You think so? To some extent, sure. Enough people that it matters. one 450 freeze the I can tell you the number. people that were going to vote for Bachman are changing their vote, considering she, she dropped, quit, dropped, dropped out. She's the one who thought she was going to win in, uh, in she Iowa. She didn't think that. She, she said that. Talking. She um, said it on the air. Perry has gone home to consider things. Yeah, it looks like he's sticking in it. But, that doesn't uh, mean anything. Did you hear this Santorum guy attacking the pursuit of happiness? So we'll bring you oh, that yeah. clip in a moment here. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. BigHeadPress.com is your home for illustrated science fiction and adventure. Escape from Terra, Volume 2, continues the bold adventures of intrepid space pioneers as they find wealth, freedom, and a giant Elvis head in interplanetary space. Phoenix Crumb is where Swashbuckle meets Steampunk in this offbeat space pirate saga written by L. Neil Smith and illustrated by Scott Beezer. Both books are $14.95 each and available now at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features there on the house. Unlike a lot of those other talk shows want to charge you for their sites, you can go and grab as many archives as you want. They are going all the way back to late 2006, and they're free. You just click and download. There's no jumping through hoops. You don't have to log in. It's all just right there, right at the top of the page at freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. Your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime is with other people who think like you, people that believe in freedom. People that appreciate the idea that you should be free to live your life how you want, so long as you don't harm anyone else. But we'll see what Rick Santorum thinks about that particular viewpoint uh, in a moment. But the people that do believe in that are coming together. A lot of them are. In fact, over uh, almost 1,000 people are now in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Over 11,000 are pledged to make the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. It's a group of liberty-loving folks concentrating their activism, and they're moving their lives to the same place. Now, Nemi is here tonight, and she's a New Hampshire native, and I, I take it that you're pretty pleased with what's been happening with the, the Free State Project thus far. I, I like some of what I see. 
some of what you see. Some of what I see. Okay. I, I respect everybody to choose their own brand of activism, even though it doesn't necessarily agree with what I would do personally. You mean like uh, standing in the parking lot and singing to the bureaucrats? Yeah, I, yeah, and, and that <laughs> that really tickles some people, and that's cool. I, I'm I'm glad that it it does. Um, that's not really my particular brands of um of activism. I would much rather um. Go to Concord and testify before a committee. Yeah, uh, but I heard know, that you were doing Robin Hooding the other day. I, you were... I do. I am. A, I'm a rabid Robin Hooder. So I that really means am. that you go out in front of the. Uh, you go and you find expired parking meters and put money in so they can't ticket people. Uh, well, right? it was. It's funny. I was doing it just this morning, and the the uh, ticket person, meter maid. Mm-hmm. I think that's not a PC term anymore. The meter person the was meter standing tender. there, and and a friend of mine was were outside having a cigarette, and I was like, oh, dude. I see her. We've got to go plug meters. And I grabbed my change thing. We Off we went, both of us. Just, I think we saved eight people from tickets. That's awesome. And by the time we were done, I saw that the, the meter maid was still standing there. And it turns out that the truck that she was ticketing, her ticket machine wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So as I walked up to plug that meter, I said, good morning. And I was nice and smiled at her. And she looked at me and started walking away. And I realized that the meter was still flashing and she couldn't ticket the person. So I plugged the meter ah. and off, off we go. And it felt wonderful. Yeah, well, that's good. See, that's, that's the kind of activism I really like because it's really tangible. It's something where you can help people right there in the moment. Uh, you're saving people from parking tickets. It's not expensive. It no, really isn't. It was a grand a, total of, of maybe a buck fifty. Put nickels in, you buy in yeah. five minutes. That's enough to get the woman away from the uh, the cars. That's right. So, uh, so I think it's done of, most effectively when you have some kind of literature to put underneath the like the windshield and say. I like, agree with that. We, you know, do, we do have, have that some. literature. Um, I usually have it on them all the time. You know? right. Well, you know, I do travel prepared, Mark. That is the proper way to do things. And, and people can learn more over at freekeen.com. There's a Robin Hood pull down up there uh, on the Shire tab where you can you can actually read the, the, the letter that people leave when they do this. Uh, they leave this letter on people's cars after they've saved them from uh, from getting a ticket. So. Uh, so, again, everybody's got their opinion yeah. about the activism here. But I mean, right. you're active within the community because it, it, at least it's my understanding that you're excited that uh, free staters are coming here. I really I was raised with the principles of liberty and i i embrace them personally and i enjoy the company of people who also embrace the principles of liberty yeah i was asking people uh the other night some people who've moved here to give me a short you know little blurb of why because i want to cut a commercial for shiresociety.com and encourage people to move to the shire yeah. uh which is kind of a, like a parallel movement uh, to the free state project it's it's not designed to replace the free state project as much as it is to market maybe to a different uh, different audience kind of a similar idea and uh generally the the common theme amongst the people that uh, that had moved as to why they'd moved was because of the people was because they wanted to be around other people who thought like they did. Yeah, and lots of people come. Um, they back get involved up. You know, in, in events, and they're just uh, very impressed by the activists here. In fact, Ian, when you had talked to me about your idea, I had said, "Well, maybe you should, since it is the the Shire Society and it, it's more inclusive of folks who haven't been necessarily movers." I said, "Well, why don't you ask why people have stayed too? Mm. Because some have come and and gone for whatever reason, and you have natives like me who just are going to be here." It's uh, I think Derek coined the term lifer and a diaper, <laughs> you know, so um, I, I think it's great here. And I, I would definitely encourage anyone who loves liberty or even appreciates liberty to um, come check it out.
Yep. So uh, go to freestateproject.org and go to freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum to learn more about the upcoming Liberty Forum February 23rd through the 26th. Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live. Great speakers like uh, Peter Schiff will be there. Prax Girl, she'll be there. Uh, many others. You can go and see the list of speakers and get details on the hotel and uh, all kinds of other information over at freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum and use our discount code FTL2012 to get signed up and save 10%. That's FTL2012. Uh, Rick Santorum, one of the winners in last night's debate, or not not debate, but the, the, caucus. Uh, the caucus in Iowa. And I don't know, you know, I'd heard this guy's name in the past because uh, yeah, the war on drugs is a pretty important issue to me. That is ending the war on drugs. And I'd heard Santorum's name in the past in the kind of the the, uh, the anti-drug war circles as a major drug warrior, like somebody who really supports the war on drugs, uh, somebody who introduces more, you know, controlling dictatorial scary legislation he's basically a fiscal moderate um which means moderately liberal and um a you know a a social conservative a total i want to control you kind of yeah that's pretty much his thing and uh, you know again i don't pay a lot of attention to these politicians but i saw this video all over facebook uh, in the last 24 hours and so i figured all right maybe i should take a look at this thing and it's his interview that he did on CN8. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's Canada. Uh, but anyway, they did this interview with him, and this was about five years ago, where he attacks the pursuit of happiness as one of the problems with America. So I wanted to share some. America and that darn pursuit of happiness. Yeah, I wanted to share some of that audio. I'm not going to play the whole clip, but we'll start about a minute into it. No, I, I don't believe. I, I do believe they are into responsibility. I mean, they're. Their entire agenda is, I should be able to do whatever I want to do as long as no one gets hurt. Now, that's what he's saying the the so-called liberals' agenda is. But, of course, they'll call Ron Paul a liberal all day long. Right, but but he's not responding to Ron Paul here. He's just in an interview about being a conservative or something like that. He doesn't even know what the term libertarian means. Right, and uh, I'm sorry, liberals are controlling too in many ways when it comes to uh, you know your personal beliefs. There are plenty of drug warrior liberals. There are uh, people like you know Hillary Clinton. The who, prohibition movement in the United States history was a liberal movement. And then you got people like Hillary Clinton who want to uh, ban violent video games. So uh, there is no dividing line here. That the, 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 at least not the one that he's presenting. The dividing line is whether or not you're willing to aggress against your neighbor to try to control their behavior. And both conservatives and liberals in different ways and sometimes in, in the same ways on same issues absolutely do support aggressing against uh, peaceful people. So let's uh, continue with Santorum. Oh, my goodness. I, uh, let me let me get you the, the records on the floor of the United States Senate. Oh, if, please. As though people <laughs> on the Senate floor are saying things like people should do whatever they want as long as they're not hurting anyone else. Yeah, that's happening all the time. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. They all want to control you. But we'll get to his quote here in a moment about uh, the pursuit of happiness and why it's a problem. Also, we'll uh, allow you to bring up whatever's on your mind. So take control at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Free talk.
This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. And here tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there. You can go and get interactive on our bulletin board system, where, by the way, I don't know if we mention this often enough, but that is where the show prep that we ch- that ends up on the air gets kind of posted. So, like, freetalklive.com is a website that allows listeners to submit show prep to the site, and then other people can vote it up and down. But ultimately, we don't we don't get to it all. Uh, you know, we, we can scratch the surface of it sometimes, but that's about it. But you know, sometimes you'll hear us talking about something on the air. Usually, it gets posted over at the BBS. Though, so Mark, I don't know if you ever post your stuff there. Uh, I I do normally post. Didn't even know we still did that. Uh, yeah. See. Uh, but so now you know. Uh, I. <laughs> do it maybe you're you're welcome to do it mark if you like i do post some show prep over on the site yeah there's a specific forum there at bbs.freetalklive.com where you where i post show prep uh, every night i remember to post it which is most nights and uh let's see also each show on the freetalklive.com site has a link to the discussion of each of the night's shows on the bbs so it's kind of it's all kind of linked in together and uh, so one of the other reasons to go get involved over the bbs besides being able to interact with other listeners at bbs.freetalklive.com we'll continue with santorum in a moment ray is on the line first in washington in aberdeen hey ray you're on free talk live hey folks how's how's it going tonight hey uh what's on your mind all's well Hey, uh, I wanted to tell you something. I listen to a ton of talk radio, and we're talking from 6 in the morning till 10 at night. Basically, when I'm doing things, I'm listening. And a lot of times I'm listening through the computer, so I don't have to listen to a regular radio. So I'm listening to to both sides. I'm listening to progressive, and I'm listening to hard right-wing conservative. Okay, Enough to hear Scott the Bigot numerous different times on huh. different shows. Okay. Now, one thing I've been noticing for quite some time when it comes to Ron Paul, which I'm hopefully going to vote for Ron Paul, is I'm hearing on the progressive side numerous people coming out arguing with the progressives as to why they're going to vote for Paul. And then on the conservative side... Are you saying they are progressives arguing with other progressives? Arguing with, like, okay, arguing with, say, Stephanie Miller. Yeah. As to why they are going to be voting for Paul and not for Obama this time. Mm Mm-hmm. And then on the conservative side, I'm hearing them go at somebody like Michael Medved or Neil Bortz or to why they're not going to be voting for whatever Republican you're going to throw up there. They're going to be voting for Paul. And the numbers are so large, and I'm hearing this so often, that if Paul was to run as an independent, he could probably take close to half the votes from the Democrats and half the votes from the Republicans and win fine. You know, I it's uh, it, it could be. I he's suppose. got the best chance at a third party run in any other, in our lifetimes. Yeah, um, probably better than Perot from what its uh, things are looking like. Uh, you know, yeah, I think so because he's got more advanced press than Perot. The did. very fact that he might run third uh, really has to give the Republican establishment sort of pause and and say, oh well, what what's going to happen if uh, if Ron Paul does run third? What's uh, you know, are, are is the Republican going to win? And I think the answer is pr- pretty much a, a no in that circumstance. So. So, you know, I, I think that the Republicans really need to think about that uh, strongly. I have heard yeah. people say that he wouldn't run. Uh, I've heard one person say, and this seems to have some um, – there's something to it, is that he wouldn't run third because it would ruin Rand's chances um, in you know 2016 or whenever. Sure, and I, 
On our regular close to the town where I live, little uh, radio show that we have in the morning, I brought this up first thing this morning. And, of course, the warmongers, they come out of the woodwork calling me a coward because I'd rather not volunteer to go kill a bunch of people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the, and then you'd have a, a whole bunch of people calling in and saying, hey, listen, this is the reason we should stop these wars and vote for a man like this, and you know, in support of my opinion of the call. But you will get the hardcore warmongers, the guys who've been in the service and think that killing is just the most wonderful thing out there. Yeah, I wonder if those you. guys have actually been um, in the, the end of the service that Usually does the, the killing. Usually the hardcore warmongers are the ones who've never been involved in in killing, but obviously well, there are statists they are. They're, they're the ones that call guys like me cowards because I just said, hey, listen, I've been around in Vietnam. I don't want anything to do with any of that kind of garbage. I, I was just old enough to miss the draft by just a couple of years. But, you know, there, again, we got these same individuals looking back at Vietnam saying, what a mistake, but not apologizing for the killing that they took part in. You know, and right. this is a, You're it's a real duty, shame, that's... but I do see enough of this Paul support that I think there may be something there. It could be. Yeah, well, anyways, that's all I wanted to bring up, guys. I appreciate I the observation, say. Ray, and thank you for okay. the call tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. As far as I'm concerned, I, I really could care less how Paul makes it in. I think that being a Republican is going to get him. I, I think that the very the most likely way that Paul would become president is if he gets the Republican nomination and nobody runs third. Be, but I think that it's just as likely that if he gets the Republican nomination, one of the Republicans that feels bad, um, you know, and one of the more the, the warmonger party will the, will put up somebody who may run third and then therefore knock off Paul's chances of getting in. It presumes that uh, the media would give the third party any attention whatsoever now they might because if, if ron paul gets Romney. the nod right if Mitt paul excuse me if ron paul gets the nod uh for, for the nomination then yeah maybe the media would just simply to oppose paul give the third party attention but typically third parties don't get jack for attention from the media and so i mean anybody seen dropping out of the race is generally considered a, a nobody in the campaign at that point and uh, third party runs are seen as you know, desperate and uh, you know guaranteed to fail, and so usually most news media don't spend their time on them. Well, there hasn't been. I'm sorry, uh, Nimi. There hasn't been much as far as uh, choices for third party candidates either. You well, know. you've had Ralph Nader in the past, and he's got a, a pretty big name. Uh, I don't. He's not liberty oriented, uh, but he. He's Ralph Nader, and they didn't, you know, certainly didn't let him in the debates, and they've never let any libertarian in the debates. And so, you know, if you really want to be considered a contender, you have to be able to get into the debate. So, unless the Republicans and Democrats are going to come together to open the debates to third parties because of Ron Paul coming in, which really would be pretty awesome if that ended up happening, because I think it's great when you get more voices in a debate. You bring somebody in from the Green Party, somebody in from the Libertarians, whoever that ends up being. Maybe it'll be Gary Johnson or, or perhaps Mary Ruart will run again. Uh, if, if they did that, just to, just, to oppose, just to oppose Ron Paul, if they opened up the debates to third parties, just to you know, dilute the vote for Ron Paul, that'd be pretty incredible, just to get different opinions out there. I concur. I'd be blown yeah. away if that happened. Yeah. I totally I, don't expect I think that. Romney is going to get the Republican nod, and yeah. I would like to see Ron Paul run as an independent. You know, I I wonder about uh, – I, I think that, that that does make sense, and it's easy to say that Romney would get uh, the nod. But, you know, a lot of people didn't want to vote for Romney. They really, really didn't want to vote for Romney last night to the point that they were willing to vote for Santorum, who didn't even show up on the radar a week ago. And really? I mean, it shows that Romney is an incredibly weak 
candidate, and I don't know what that means. It's going to be hard to sell but government health care. what would healthcare. it be for – I think it's a two-person race now. I'll say two-man race because they both are, are males. I think it's a two-man race, and I think a lot of Republicans have to decide right now, is it Romney, author of Romney Care, or Paul, who has a foreign policy that they really are disturbed by? Good question. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I guess the Republicans will have to pick the lesser of two evils from their perspective. Will. I don't think Gingrich can come back from what happened oh, absolutely not. in Iowa. I don't think Santorum's got a ground camp. I mean, do you think Santorum's going to do anything in, in New Hampshire? Absolutely not. I mean, he's, no. I don't think he's going to break 10%. Let's no. talk to Alex listening in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Alex. Alex in Ohio. Hello. Hello. In your show, wondering what you think on the uh, situation in Iran with the Strait of Hormuz. Tell you what, uh, you know what, we'll have to get a little more information from you here in a moment. Uh, I didn't hear at the, the very beginning of his call something about a senior show. I think it's the first time I've seen your show. Oh, seen your show. Got yes. it. As in watching on the webcam. Uh, okay, at cam.freetalklive.com. 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free number here. We'll get back with Alex in a moment. Uh, and you can take control of the airwaves. 1-855-450-3733. Uh, still to come, 10 outrageous lawsuits. Mark will share those with us, and you can also bring up anything you want. It's Free Talk Live. From filmmaker A.I. Wintermute comes the feature-length documentary, Liberty in Our Lifetime. It chronicles the real-life activists who have moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and the many ways in which they seek to live free. But he needs your help to get this important story off the ground. Visit libertydocumentary.com, watch the trailer, and find out how you can help bring this film to life. That's libertydocumentary.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And here tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com, where you can experience uh, well, the whole site for free. You don't have to pay a membership fee at all. But if you do want to support Free Talk Live, we have an option for you. It's called the AMP program, and AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. Now, it's 3 bucks a month, but we're just asking for it. Uh, you can still enjoy the whole website for free if you, if you can't afford to become an amplifier. But if you can't afford 3 bucks a month, you know, maybe cut back on a cup of coffee or something like that, uh, then Free Talk Live will be able to use that money to invest in the show, to advertise to the radio industry, get on more uh, more than 105 stations, which we're currently on, and also advertise out to the Internet on uh, places like Google and Facebook to bring more ears to the ideas of freedom. So if that's valuable to you and you think that Free Talk Live is doing a good job about uh, spreading these ideas, then Send us the three bucks over at amp.freetalklive.com. Sign up with any uh, major credit card through PayPal or use Visa or MasterCard right on our secure site. Uh, Once again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. Freedomcam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection, the GPS black box dash cam. This easy-to-use unit, and it is easy. I've got one in my car, and it is easy to use. Most of the time, you don't think about it at all. Um, As video cameras recording all around 
inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed for traffic stops and all other driving incidents. Protect yourself with the ultimate witness, freedomcam.net. I've got one. I highly recommend this. It's freedomcam.net. All right, so we're going to continue here. Uh, Alex is on the line with us, calling from Ohio. Alex, you'd begun asking a question. We ran out of time in the last segment, though. Uh, you were asking about the Straits of Hormuz. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm a voice over IP line, so I might be slightly delayed in my responses. But, yeah, I was wondering um, what you guys thought about it, basically. Uh, I want to know what you think about the situation. Do you think that um, the U.S. is response is appropriate do you think uh what iran is doing can is you give me a rundown what, what, on, on, what the situ- on what the situation is exactly basically the strait of hermuz um or hermuz however you pronounce it um iran is threatening to close it off if the u.s gives it more give them gives them more sanctions and they're also um not now trying to stop a lot of the u.s uh Boats from going through there. Mm. Uh, the threatening. Stri- They're not really the stopping. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the question is what I think about the situation. I would say that, uh, you know, the U.S. government needs to get the hell out of other countries uh, from around the world and stop meddling in, in other people's business. I think if the U.S. government weren't sanctioning Iran, then we wouldn't have the situation, right? If Iran is saying, if their government is saying, well, we're responding to the sanctions being placed on our country. And remember, for let's translate what sanctions usually mean. It means starving people to death. It means uh, the U.S. government preventing food and medical supplies and things Building like that. Materials. Uh, from getting into a country. Uh, they they starved over 500,000 people to death. I think like a lot of people died because of the sanctions in Iraq uh, back in the 1990s. So sanctions, you know, the word sanctions makes it sound like, oh, we're sanctioning you. You're yeah, naughty. it doesn't do anything to uh, the politicians in that country. It only does things to poor people. Yeah, so it's important that people understand what sanctions mean. So people are really getting hurt by, you know, whenever sanctions happen. And so it's inevitable that uh, governments will respond with more violence and more force. And that's what Iran is doing. And so they're escalating and the u.s government will likely escalate and you know before you know it you'll have yourself another war so clearly de-escalation is the solution and i don't think someone like you know ron paul for instance would support anything but de-escalating that situation yeah i have to agree uh great do you think that uh yeah go quickly Got the voiceover IP delay here. It should only take like a second for uh, for that to, to happen. Uh, Alex, you got to get your other point out quickly, and then we got to move on. Alex going once. Alex going twice. So let me later. pop in on this uh, straight so five five four fifty free is the number. Thanks for the call, Alex. There, um, you know, my next door neighbor has a shared driveway. There are two people, two houses share one driveway, and that's what the Straits of Hormuz essentially is. It is a body of water that uh, sits alongside many countries. Um, they s- several countries must use the Straits of Hormuz if they wish to export things like oil. Uh, that would be Iraq, Kuwait, Qatar, uh, Saudi Arabia. They must use this body of water essentially. And by stopping the use of that water by those countries, as far as I'm concerned, Iran is uh, committing an act of war. Now, the United States would be legitimate in stepping in if the United States was the policeman of the world. Mm -hmm. However, the United States is not the policeman of the world. No one has ever elected or appointed them sheriff. And the fact that they choose to act like the policeman of the world is only going to raise the ire of many places. Uh, As far as I'm concerned – 
this is something for Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and Iraq to deal with, not for the United States to deal with. This is their issue, and they will come out to a better equilibrium than if the United States gets involved and just uh, you know plays uh, plays arbiter. Because a lot of people feel like the United States doesn't play fair. Do you think if uh, do you think that Iran feels like the United States plays fair on a regular basis? I mean, considering they've been named the axis of evil by their uh, by the United States rulers. I suspect Iran doesn't feel real like the arbiter is going to be real fair. Do I think what Iran would do in this case, the only thing that they feel that they can do, uh, is right? No, I don't think Iran should be blocking off the Straits of Hormuz, and I don't think they would be if the United States wasn't attempting to put sanctions on them. Clearly, they weren't. (laughs) Right? Right. I mean, you know, I just – I don't know. I mean, it's uh, – Iran is is a regional powerhouse. There's no doubt about it. They have some strength in the area. That much is true. Uh, But – you know, it is what it is. I think the United States made them more powerful by, uh, you know, taking out Saddam Hussein, who then turned the, the result was uh, the first Arabian country that is Shia controlled, which uh, Iran is Shia controlled too. It's not Arabian; it's Persian. Um, so, you know, that, the United States destabilizes wherever it goes. It seems. One eight five five four fifty free. I'm inclined to agree. I I don't think we have any, any business interfering in, in things that don't directly. When you say we, you mean uh, the federal government, the, right? Sorry, because I'm not interfering in, with in, anyone. Inappropriate use of the word we. Well, I was speaking in terms of America. I don't believe America has the has the right to go in and and behave this way and pick sides and play favorites. I it's, don't. It just causes problems. It yeah. just uh, it's always caused problems. Eight five five four fifty three made wars last longer. You know, in the past, you look at other conflicts. Uh, I think it was World War One that was coming out to wasn't it like basically a stalemate at one point, and the U.S. got in and tipped the scales and kept it going. Right? That much is pretty much true. Uh, the, yeah. uh, if, if the United States would have stayed out of World War One, if Woodrow Wilson, who uh, you know was elected by a minority essentially because it was elected to stay out of the war, yeah, he, he claimed that he was going to stay out of the war, deci- didn't decide that it was a good idea to get into it. You probably wouldn't have had the destruction of communism. I mean, uh, some historians disagree on this this particular point, but you probably wouldn't have had the destruction of it. The destru- well, the, the the destruction that communism brought oh, the I planet for what fifty seventy five years. The scourge maybe still on still yeah the scourge of uh, well really socialism because it's not yeah. actually communism but uh, communist parties taking over the communist party taking over Russia, the Bolsheviks, mm-hmm. um, and r- more importantly, and this is. You know, no one uh, disputes this is Hitler. Uh, the Nazis wouldn't have taken control of uh, uh, of Germany if that hadn't been a result. And Very unlikely. Yeah, you wouldn't have had fascism, at least uh, the, the, the disgusting form of fascism that was uh, Nazism as a result. The United States doesn't have a, a great track record. I mean, the reason that Iran hates the United States so much now is the CIA's installation of the Shah back in the 50s. These you just they don't forget. Unlike you can't kill people and control their governments and think that they're just going to give you a big old hug. Yeah, yeah. Those folks have not forgotten uh, what has happened over the last several decades. Unlike Americans who forget never knew last week. Frankly, never knew. They just don't care. Uh, You know, the things are going well here. Why would we look at foreign policy? That's right. So there you go. There's your answer, Alex. Uh, 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. Uh, You can bring up anything still to come. The 10 most ridiculous lawsuits. Plus, Nemi, you've got a story about a bully who... Was killed. He 
got what was coming to him. That's Although right. I don't know if killing a bully is necessarily the right response. But then again, I don't know how bad this kid was being bullied. Uh, do you want to tell us about that? Uh, sure. I have. Uh, it's from Florida, and the headline reads: Collier judge upholds stand your ground stabbing death defense in teens bus stop bullying. Now you asked Ian how severe the attack was, the initial altercation, the bullying. The bullying. Yes. Um, he was followed by a group of people off a bus. Um, the, the, his antagonist was a junior, and the 14-year-old was a freshman, punched him in the back of the head. Oh, nice. Um, and then uh, the person who's being bullied turned around, stabbed him 12 times, chest and abdomen, killed him. Wow. And he is now walking free because That's of Florida's stand-your-ground law. I'd like to know a little bit more about this. Like, how do we know he was being bullied? Awesome. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Hour three's next. You take control. Hour two is next. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. Toll-free number 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. You may enjoy them on us and get interactive there. You find something online you think is interesting, useful, fun, whatever. You think our listeners will like it, you post it to freetalklive.com, submit it as show prep there. And then other listeners will vote as to whether or not they like or dislike uh, what it is that you have submitted. And you get to vote on things, too, and vote uh, the most voted up. Make it to the top and the front of the website over at freetalklive.com. Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Uh, we've been talking about bullying. Coming back, uh, well, after this bullying story, we'll get back to the Santorum issue because he's a bit of a bully. Uh, he wants to tell everybody what to do and how to, how to live their lives, and we'll get back to more of his comments. Uh, but, Nemi, at the very end of the last hour, you'd begun telling us about, uh, I guess, a, a teenager yeah. who had gotten off of the school bus and uh, where was this? Uh, do you know? This is in uh, Naples, Florida. In Florida. Okay. Yeah. So he'd gotten off the school bus. There's young people in Naples. Was chased by the. Uh, <laughs> apparently, was was followed by a group of of folks. Well, it, it's uh, it was a 14 year old freshman versus a 16 year old junior. Uh, the fight that could was, be a huge size disparity. Uh, the uh, the let's see here. My scroll is not working. Um, based on a findings from a two-day December hearing, uh, the students who witnessed the events of January 24th, 2011, testified that several teens announced the fight on the bus, and mm. the victim, uh, not uh, the um, the bully, the one who was bullied, got off uh, several stops early in Golden Gate Estates. Uh, but before he did that, he showed a pocket knife to two other teens on the bus that afternoon. Um, but what happened was he was accompanied by the bully was accompanied by several students followed him um, then punched him in the back of the head he tried to get away um, but then stabbed the bully 12 times in the chest and the abdomen and the bully died it's incredible so there were people that were there to witness it to say that this guy this bully did strike first that's right that well i think that um 
you know, force should be commensurate in a lot of ways. And I wonder whether a knife is commensurate to, you know, uh, what is it? How many stabs? 14 stabs? 12. 12 stabs is commensurate to a punch in the back of the head. I don't feel like it is, but I understand. You is know, this I, person I, smaller, I wasn't, Were the bunch of people? I, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, were the bunch of people there to view it? I, I can understand how one feels. Sounds like they were. I mean, usually, you know, kids start chanting fight and then they, you know. And nobody else jumped in to get stabbed from the sounds of it. I mean, it's just. It, Typically, it's, that's the case, Mark. But in this case, the judge decided in the favor of the, the guy that did the stabbing. And I think that's strong. And right. that says to me that this this guy is you know outsized. Uh, that for that you know again I don't I haven't seen the pictures of we these don't have pictures yeah. young men. So it's I hard to know in this circumstance. I mean, like, what was it like? Bullies don't usually pick on people bigger than themselves. Yeah, they so don't generally. Odds are good this was someone who's bigger picking on someone who is smaller. And when you've got a size disparity, then weapons help even the odds. Indeed. And uh, you know, I don't know if been, I, I think what bothers me the most is the number of uh, stabs. Is what well, if you're going to kill somebody, you've probably got to stab supposed, them more than not, maybe maybe killing them wasn't the, well, the best idea. I don't know, Mark, but if somebody has cause to stab me once and I don't want to get stabbed again, I can usually retreat. You know, or stop well, what I'm doing. You know, if I'm attacking someone and they're stabbing me, I do have the option of stopping. I would. Um, I don't know. I mean, it seems unlikely to me that uh, that the bully was going to kill this kid. And this is. It sounds like he used deadly force to me. Absolutely, and that's the beauty, in my view, of the stand your ground law and and this ruling because the judge did find that he had reason to fear for his life and his use of deadly force was completely justified. You know, I've been bullied. Uh, you know, certainly um, in in my life, I don't think that it that would have been a benefit fit for the bully to be dead. I think that people learn from these. And I've done bullying, too. I generally think you're right about that, Mark. But if you're in a situation where you're scared and you have only one option, and that is to lash out with a knife, then... Uh, then you I, lash out with a knife. Then you do what you can to protect yourself. I mean, we don't know what was going through this kid's I mind. Uh, he was likely, you know, likely the victim of this bully in the past. Typically, bullying is not just a one-off uh, occasion. It's usually a, a long running. I don't think that this should necessarily, you know, I'm, I'm not looking for punishment for this kid, but I, I do think that there's, you know, let's let's talk about how much force is necessary. Well, they say, Mark, if you're going to, like in gun training, uh, they say that if you're going to pull a gun on somebody, you better be prepared to kill that person. That's right. They say you you're don't prepared shoot to use to it is what I generally no, hear them you don't say. Shoot to, you don't, when you shoot somebody, no. you don't shoot to wound them. You shoot to kill them. That's what you're, that's what. I've been trained. That's what uh, the that's, common that's training true. is. Do you think that pulling a gun in this circumstance would have been, um, you know, would have made sense? Absolutely. I think so. Absolutely. I mean, the same thing. It's an equalizer, just like a, just like a knife is, if not more so. Uh, the gun may have actually made it so the bully never would have uh, con- started in the first place. The knife sounded to me like a last minute. You know, he was already under attack, kind mm-hmm. of thing, and uh, was trying to defend himself. I was already within Mark. arm's I th- reach. I, I, you know, I don't support violence, and I'm disturbed by the idea that the bully had to to be killed in this way. But, you know, don't start fights. That's right. If you live live in a stand-your-ground state, you shouldn't go around doing things that can be mistaken as lethal force. You know, and this this situation could very well convince some kids in the future not to, to bully lay other off. kids. Yeah. I don't know. I, I tend to not think so. I don't think the death penalty is a is a very good deterrent for murder, uh, for well, people this committing isn't death, murder. The death penalty. This no, is no, an I'm instant right. Justice. And I just don't think that uh, you know that criminals tend to be very well informed. Why do you think people don't do as much violence in New Hampshire then? 
I think um, it's because criminals know if they do robberies in New Hampshire, they're yeah, going to come burglaries. up against someone with a gun. Yep, they could very well. Robberies as well. Isn't yeah, a robbery when you use true. a gun yeah. on someone or use a weapon yes, to Yes, robbery them? is when you rob a person. Right, right. So the reason why you don't see those things happening is because burglars aren't, you know, they're not all stupid. They, uh, or r- criminals aren't all stupid. They, and a lot of them are very, very aware of, uh, you know, the potential consequences in the areas in which they operate. Agreed. Now, usually you hear, and you guys are both from Florida, so maybe you can confirm this rumor. The the news that you hear out of Florida is usually wacky, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, crazy nuts. They I, have that. Uh, the, 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 there's people say that, yeah. And and I've been watching um, the reaction in Florida for many years now, as they've they've um, instituted and had followed through with their stand your ground law, and and I think it's great. I love that it's here in New Hampshire because. You know, I it's don't, new here, right? It's very new here. It just went into effect on the 13th of November. This was a uh, bit of con- – there was some controversy in jail. Oh, sure. Uh, when I because was... of situations like this, you know, the, the borderline situations. Well, right. The ones the... where high school bullies are stabbed to death. Well, well no, I think up... I think the major controversy is people are afraid it's going to turn into the Wild West, whereas if you well, just – That's what I'm talking drive, about. This, this isn't the Wild West. You know, if somebody's jumping you, uh, why was... wouldn't you defend yourself? Showdown, showdown at the OK Corral is what it sounded like, and the bully lost. Well, even people in jail – some of the people in jail were con- concerned about this this uh, stand-your-ground law because the, the viewpoint was that this could just make it so someone could claim, well, I was being attacked, and so I had to stab that guy to death. It does have that feel. So, now, in so this like, circumstance, there's all kinds of witnesses. The witnesses made right. the difference here. But I think it's a very interesting witness- case in that way. Right. If there hadn't been those witnesses there, then that young man may not have had a chance in court because then you've got a dead body in your hands and no one to, <laughs> you know, you've just stabbed someone to death and no one saw what happened prior to that. Right. So what do you do then? Uh, so that's kind of a disturbing thing, which is why I think de-escalation and trying to get away and escape those uh, those situations is obviously the best way to go about things. But if you know if, if a bully has hit you in the back of the head, you're on the ground and he's coming back at you again, uh, you know you can't get away. Then you can only defend yourself. Yeah, and Indeed. I don't think the state should should punish you for that. I just wonder. And they didn't. So right. Good for them. Uh, and I'm not against defending yourself, Ian. I guess the for me the line here, what it sounds, you know, what I'm disturbed by is 14 stabs to this yeah. guy's body. The, I'm only disturbed by the number of stabs. If if you if he slashed the guy, it's who an was animalistic punching him, thing, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. If you're in that like, I think that that's what happened is like he, you know, to some extent, control was lost, and that's what disturbs me. I'm not right. saying that I wouldn't have lost control. I suspect I would have in that circumstance, but the control was lost. Right. And it could have been all the rage and pent-up frustration that yeah. this, this young of man has been every experiencing. Every bully that has ever bothered this right. guy. Right, right. So, you know, this this is likely a history here behind uh, between these two. This Certainly. probably did not the strong message is here, kids, don't bully, bully other right. kids. Parents, warn your kids about bullying other kids. Better yet, parents, get your kids out of the government school system mm. uh, so they don't have to ride the bus with these a-holes. Right. Now you're uh, learning how, uh, you know, kids. I, I always make the joke that kids, uh, what are they learning in, in public school? How to cuss and knife fight? And apparently they are. Yep, that's right. Uh, the toll free number here tonight for you, 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line, 1 855 450 3733. Coming up, another bully. This one, a much bigger bully, Rick Santorum, is going to tell us how he feels about the pursuit of happiness. And if you haven't heard this clip yet, uh, it's definitely worth uh, listening to to give you some idea of who it was that won the straw poll last night with the, uh, I guess, what, eight eight votes or something like that, I heard? Or just like a handful of, of votes is what he won by. 855-450-FREE. This is Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. 
You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com features like the mobile site. You can go to m.freetalklive.com and get quick access to our live streams and podcasts right there at m, as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Since you've been listening to Free Talk Live for any period of time, you've been hearing us talk about uh, bitcoins. For some folks, though, the, obtaining bitcoins has been a bit tricky until now. If you don't know what bitcoins are, you can go to weusecoins.org, find out they're in uh, sort of digital, online, anonymous internet cash. Crypto exchange is the fastest and safest way to buy and sell your bitcoins. And it is fast and safe. I have uh, worked, gone through the process with the, the service and I really appreciate it there. They also offer a complete bullion store where you can buy gold and silver privately with Bitcoin. Um, if you're totally clueless about the Bitcoin currency, they've got the 24-hour, they've got 24-hour customer service right there on their website. Just uh, visit the site, click on the live support link at the top, see the crypto exchange banner posted at bitcoin.freetalklive.com. All right, so we're going to continue with you and your thoughts, and we go to Scott the Bigot calling from Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Emmy, and Mark. Uh, Happy New Year, Marky and Mimi. How are you? It's Nemi. Nemi, uh, how are you? And I I was well until you called Scott. Scott. (laughs) What's on your mind, Scott? I, I want to let you know something. This, that, is, your, uh, this is your call for the week, by the way. I've decided that there's a new rule on Free Talk Live, and that is Scott, Scott the Bigot uh, will have different rules. You didn't discuss this with me at all. Go ahead, Scott. What's I don't on your have mind? To. How often am I permitted to call? I just want to know what the ground rules are. As often as I feel like, which is at this, at this time, I, I think I can handle you once a week. All right. Well, at least you're a gentleman. Because the, uh, the what, racism what, what, what is just disgusting. Whether you disagree with me or not, I'm going to say one thing about you. It's only because you're a racist, Scott. That's all. Because I'm, uh, by, I'm you, bigoted you against racists. You at least let me uh, talk. Uh, it's 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 a hell of a lot more than other talk show hosts do, uh, where uh, I may get insulted by them uh, and I get put downs by you. But the difference between you and them is at least you uh, give me a chance to uh, uh, state my views. Uh, it's a lot more than uh, than other uh, other uh, uh, talk show hosts uh, do. Thank so you I'll for the, you- uh, the the fellatio. Now go ahead with. Uh- <laughs> This is what I will tell you. It doesn't matter this election. The American people are stupid. And I'll tell you why they're stupid. That's a good way to make a connection with folks. It doesn't matter if they get a black president. Uh, It doesn't matter if they vote for Romney. Uh, Ron Paul is the best that America can do at the moment. Uh, What they don't understand is this, and it's a very simple equation. They don't understand that, that, that... Whoever they put in the White House, it's the same old game, and that sounds vague, but this is how the equation goes. These leaders have to answer to Goldman Sachs, it's a known fact, and Bear Stearns, it's a known and fact. ACAC, the American Israel Public Affairs Committee, and Jesse Jackson, and all of these... How do you, where's the corroborating evidence for this fact that uh, the leaders have to answer to Goldman Sachs? Oh, it's, 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 it's a, it's, they have Goldman Sachs come to the White House. 
It's, it's a known fact that many times Goldman Sachs officials go there and they give hundreds of millions of dollars to candidates, and they're bought and paid for. And the Federal Reserve that Ron Paul wants to abolish is essentially uh, a private bank. It's What people don't understand is they think it's a national uh, a monetary system. It is essentially, in layman's terms, a private bank in private hands, and those I don't care hands. if it's in private hands or government hands. I mean, it gives the government, uh, you know, it's essentially a government bank, whether it's private or not. Nemi has a question, I think. I do. It's kind of off topic, Scott, though. I, I'm really curious. When I listen to you speak, you, you, you tend to start slowly and then amp yourself up. And I just I just listen to you speak, and I wonder, this man is so upset. And, and I, I'm curious to know, what makes you happy in life? Good question. The thing that makes me ha- makes me happier life, or what would make me happy in life? Well, well, both. I'm I'm more interested in in currently, what does, like what where do you does get your joy? where does your joy come from? Putting on a white hu- hood, a little crossbow. I don't have any. I don't have any joy. My oh, my joy in life uh, is it, what I would like to see is I is 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 I hate this government. Uh, I don't dislike it. I despise it. And the reason why I despise it is because it is infringed. On every aspect of, of our lives. Do you hate lives. yourself, it's, Scott? No. No. Okay. Okay. So, so what I is hate it? Other people. What is I it? Hate what, sorry. Go on. What is it that you do in your day-to-day life that that sustains you and nourishes you and and makes it continues you on in, in your quest? Is it hatred or is it is there is there something that how how does this serve you? If I'm fueled by hatred, uh, I, I get up uh, and and, and uh, it, it's like a pain. Every day I, I, I wake up uh, a lot of wrongs that I've had in life, which I don't want to uh, discuss over the year, but let's just suffice it to say a lot of trauma. And, uh, and, 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 and I spend my life trying to, uh, to even scores, and if I can't even those scores, uh, at least uh, try to do the best uh, that I uh, that I you know, can. that's it's uh, sad. What I what I'm hearing there in that answer, Scott, is uh, obviously we've talked to you over the years uh, a number of times, and we've heard some about you know you. And I think Nemi's stumbled on an interesting question here today. But to focus on the wrongs that have occurred to you in the past, I think is really the the wrong approach at, uh, to life. Uh, I've had people do bad things to me in the past, and if I were to spend my time, you know, thinking about them and focusing on them when I wake up in the morning and trying to somehow avenge it or or whatever in any way, trying to you know pay them back or whatever it is you're trying to do then I wouldn't be focusing on the things that make the world better. I wouldn't be focusing on uh, the things that make my life better. I wouldn't be focusing on positive things, on joy and love and, uh, and fo- you know, making, the po- making an effort mentally to focus on more positive things rather than negative things. And I realize you're awash in negativity, and maybe it's you know, because of what you were taught when you were growing up. It's a up. decision that he makes every day. That's it's the exactly. point. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, you're yeah. choosing to be negative. And, you're choosing to be angry. No, no, that's Scott, the wrong term. It's not what I think every day when I get up. It's how I feel every day. When okay, you and, how you feel. And, and and I think that's why it, why I'm I'm coming to you with this question, Scott, because I think on a on a personal level, I can relate to some of the things that you're saying in in, in points in my past. Because I mean, everybody has their baggage, right? Things that have happened to them in life, and I. I just I worry about you as a person when I hear you call in and you're so angry and and hatred doesn't hurt the people that you that you want to get Sadly, your it's, your, yeah, it's bad. your retribution against the it's hatred and anger is it it hurts you and it doesn't hurt I anybody else. Uh, I hear you talking a lot of times about the police 
Uh, I have no use for the police whatsoever. Uh, all they are is the way, in my eyes, that I see them, in my opinion, uh, they're there to harass people. Uh, sure, sure, Scott. That's badge. one of the things we can agree on. But it's, I think it's interesting that you're refusing to address what Nemi's saying. Well, th- that's okay. I, I can leave that as food for thought. And uh, what I want to impart to you, Scott, is that the last couple of times that I've had the chance to talk with you when you've called in, I've asked you what you've gone out to do to challenge your beliefs and to meet other people. And and I told you, I know that you know that I'm pretty new to doing this, so I want to relay my experience to you in that getting out and getting active with people, whether or not they share your views or or, or they're just new people, it, that is what is making me happy and bringing me joy now. So I wanted to part, impart that to you. Generally, associate, you know, humans are social animals, and interacting with other humans can help bring uh, positive feelings. Scott, you should try it. Thanks for the call. Let us know how it works out for you. 855-450-FREE. Or you can just stay at your mom's house and stay angry and focus on that. See how that gets you, where that gets you. And especially your health-wise, not going to be good for your health either. Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. All you have to do, dial in toll-free at 855-453. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. And speaking of SACL CAI, what's that mean, Mark? SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. Uh, the principal over there, Jason Osborne, is a big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live. Uh, you can uh, you know, go check out their banner. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page at freetalklive.com. It's SACL CAI, their banner. As I said, they've been there for a very long time at the top of the right-hand side of the page at freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones to the fun. Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee, you're on Free Talk Live. Gene. Hello, guys. I just wanted to make a few uh, further observations about this last trip to China. Okay, Gene, what what happened on your trip to China? Has has it uh, turned into a a delightful paradise of liberty and freedom? (laughs) Well, you know, we've gone through this in the past. It's it is definitely more free as far as uh, economic freedom. Uh, you still do things in cash over there. You don't have the bank transactions monitored. You can uh, you can uh, start a business with less taxes and less regulations. But it's, is that until you course, get? Uh, let me let me interrupt. Is that until you get successful enough? At which point, then they pop in and say, "Oh, now it's time to pay the piper." Well, they, I mean, they do have taxes and fees. There's no sure. question about it. And um, if you get big enough, you wind up having to, you know, pay off the local crook politician. You know, for right. you. Uh, so it's it's kind of that way over there. You've got to you got to pay not protection money so much, but some kind of a fee, or you got to take out the right people to the biggest dinners, and <clears throat> so that kind of stuff goes on over there. Sure. But as far as the government taxes and regulations, it's much better than here. Uh, of course, political free speech is not tolerated. Um, I was surprised at the amount of money people are spending in the stores. This is the one 
big impression that I made this time is consumerism is going crazy in China. And people, the young people, are nowhere near what the old people used to be. I've been going to China for 17 years, and I've seen changes that are just amazing. Uh, the 17 years ago, people saved their money. They were very frugal about what they bought. They didn't, uh, you know, they used their head more than they do now. Now the young people will go out and they'll only make one or two thousand uh, RMB a month, but they'll save up their money for the month and then go out and buy some stupid uh, handbag or Gucci this or that. You know, they go buy this brand name crap that costs them maybe half of their monthly pay to buy it just so they can have the status of this stupid piece of junk. And it's just, it's really making a mess of the young folk in China because they are strictly wasting their money. They, it makes me wonder saving. if there's a bubble on the way. Usually those yeah. attitudes precede some kind of collapse. Well, of course, real estate is still going through the roof over there, and I, I do expect that that's eventually going to have to stop because, you know, just like our bubble, it eventually bursts. Can't, go, uh, can't, can't keep going up. Yeah, the commerce is, is booming over there. There's malls going up everywhere. There's cars all over the place that can't keep up with uh, building enough highways and roadways fast enough for all the cars because mm. people are buying cars. I did see my first. I always like to look at cars when I go to China because I'm you know, kind of a car freak anyway. Yeah, and you get but, to see cars that you wouldn't otherwise see here in the United States. Um, for the most part, they're the same cars, but there's more and more BMWs over there. But I would guess one in ten cars a BMW as far as the private vehicles. I did see my first. Uh, what I noticed when I travel usually are these little tiny cars. Uh, that there's more countries have little tiny cars than um, the United States just doesn't have as many. Yeah, China's not really going that way. They okay. do have tiny cars. It's I even saw a couple of smart cars over there. But I did see a, uh, oh gosh, not a Maserati, but a uh, Lamborghini. And right next to it, these were parked, of course. I've never seen these cars on the road, but I did <laughs> see a parked Lamborghini right next to a parked uh Rolls-Royce, uh, no, it was the Bentley. Oh, my. So there was a Bentley and a Lamborghini parked side-by-side side at a, a very nice hotel. But uh, I have never seen those cars on the road. I'm sure they go on the road because, you know, they got to go from one parking lot to another. <laughs> but very good, Gene. The, the number of cars is just amazing. So and what was the takeaway, the big takeaway? That, you won't see a car that's over uh, five or six years old. They just don't have that. Just don't exist there. Well, five or six years ago, people didn't own cars. Right. It's incredible, incredible well, amount of change in such a short period of time. Mark, what was your question? So, what's your big takeaway from the the trip this time? Well, primarily, the consumerism is destroying the youth over there. They, they, it's con, it's taking away all of their income, so they have nothing to save. They have nothing to invest. They're basically falling for the same crap that we fell for thirty, forty years ago. Shiny baubles are very attractive. Yes, it is, and it's really strange to watch it happening. Only over there, it's an accelerated movement because this change has happened in 17 years where it took us much longer than that to fall through that hole. Interesting. Yeah. 
Gene, thanks for the observations tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. You know, somebody like uh, Rick Money's Sand- power. I'd like to point, point uh, that in many ways, money is power in this world. And if you save your money, you're going to be better off than the folks that uh, squander it. It's the old ant and the grasshopper. Generally true, as long as the inflation doesn't destroy the value of the money. You have to, well, you have to keep an idea, um, you know, eye, eye on how you save it. I mean, are you going to save it, save it in silver? Are you going to save it in bitcoins? Are you going to put it in... Uh, uh, commodities, uh, you know, there's a lot of commodities that are can that are predicted to go up uh, next year too. So I don't know. So eight five five four fifty free is the toll free number. I bet uh, Rick Santorum would also be concerned with uh, the way people are behaving. Uh, Those young people and their rock and roll music and dancing and their birth control. That birth control. Except the difference between Rick Santorum and Gene the Christian anarchist is that Gene is only going to try to persuade someone to behave differently, whereas Rick Santorum is going to use the force and the violence of uh, government to attempt to change people's behavior, and he's going to explain here why does he thinks the pursuit of happiness is damaging america this from an interview he did about five years ago and we hear this in abortion i should be able to do with my body whatever i want to do as long as i'm not hurt or i should be able to take drugs and do whatever i want to do as long as as long as i i should be able to uh you know whatever particularly in the area of sexual freedom uh, and 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 personal issues this is the mantra of the left which is I have a right to do what I want to do. And that is not the kind of freedom that uh, our founders envisioned. It is not the kind of freedom. Wait, 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 Did wait, he wait, say wait. the right? What, what do you it's, mean? It, that it's a position of the right? No, he says the, these the are left. liberals. Okay. And, of course, it's not true. As, as we pointed out earlier when we played some of this in the first hour of the show, uh, plenty of liberals support uh, social controls like violent video game regulations and uh, censorship of, of album lyrics and uh, you name it. I mean, so there's all, there's all kinds of crossovers. So to just say but it's one side or the also other. Also, the, the founders, some of he, to some extent, he's right. Some of the founders certainly were very totalitarian in the, the, you know, their social aspects. Others, on the other hand, didn't believe that at all. I just don't understand where anybody has has any right to tell anybody else what they can and can't do in their bedroom. It's for the good of a society, according to people like Rick Santorum. He has a vision, see, for what society should be like, yes. and he wants it molded. centered around the family. Right. He wants it molded to what his vision is, and nothing else is a value. He's supported um, sort of these welfare reforms that involved uh, forcing people to get married and things like that. I mean, he's uh, not forcing, I shouldn't use the term, but incentivizing people to get married in order to get their welfare benefits, the, the welfare benefits. I shouldn't call it theirs because it's not uh, the welfare benefits. Um you know, and I find, you know, I find this over, uh, over emphasis on the family to be disturbing because sometimes families really, really stink. Right. Well, remember, it's only his vision of the family. I mean, his family's probably great, and I hope that it is. Oh, please. You know, somebody like this has all kinds of uh, messed up factors with the uh, family I don't know anything life. about what's going on with Rick Santorum, but, um, you know. Usually I mean, people who are, I, I don't know anything either, Mark, because I don't know the guy, but usually when it comes to the most seriously loud and uh, boisterous uh, people that support a sp- particular antisocial viewpoint, uh, that, you know, and this guy, and when I say antisocial, I mean he's anti what other people are doing with their social life. Uh, usually it's because they have some sort of a deep seated issue. Hang like, up themselves. I, yeah. I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. yeah, like the guys that rail against uh, gay people end up being closeted gays, uh, for instance. 855 450 free. It wouldn't surprise me if Rick Santorum had a secret meth habit. Uh, more coming up. This is Free Talk Live. <laughs> the state owns the land, but they don't own the water. 
If they threaten you in your home, you can try to escape their tentacles by packing the car, leaving your house and much you've worked for, and hope to cross their borders. But if you lived on a boat, you weigh anchor and sail away. Not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a car or SUV ashore. You can be involved for $1,000 and a commitment as little as eight months. EricksonCouncil.com This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free at 855-453-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have there. In fact, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by shopping with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through the links you'll find there at shop.freetalklive.com and then Pretty much anything you buy at Amazon, Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase price. It's a really simple concept. Shop.freetalklive.com and get your shopping taken care of. You don't have to think any more, uh, any further about it. Uh, it's just whatever you buy. New items, used items, Amazon. The links are right there. Shop.freetalklive.com. It gets you the stuff you're looking for. Free Super Saver shipping on a whole lot of their items. Uh, it's Amazon. You're familiar with them. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com to get your shopping done. We're playing an audio clip here uh, from a video that is online. It's called Santorum Pursuit of Happiness Harms America. It's from an interview he did on CN8. Still not sure what CN8 is, but uh, he did it on a show called Night Beat. They were talking about uh, being a conservative. And, of course, he is railing against the liberals and how those liberals think that you should be able to live your life however you want so long as you don't harm anyone else, which is actually a, a liberty viewpoint, not a liberal viewpoint. At least maybe it's a classical liberal viewpoint, but it's certainly not the liberal viewpoint of today because liberals of today in many cases agree with people like Rick Santorum on the war on drugs. Many liberals support – so-called liberals support the war on drugs, and uh, they also support censorship and you know all kinds of other social controls. So uh, you know he's not being – social controls yeah he's not being very honest in his uh in his i guess positionings here of what he's saying who stands for what but a little more from uh, rick santorum this is uh, the guy who i said he won earlier uh to the the iowa straw poll and he did not you checked that mark during one of the breaks it was apparently romney who won the, the by straw eight, poll by, by eight, eight votes. votes it was yeah. really really close so apparently your vote does count in some instances uh we continue here that makes up a society that that is uh, devoted, as the subtitle of the book says, to the common good. But it isn't the notion of working for the common good if a liberal were talking about people should spend more time working for the common good. Wouldn't they be accused of being kind of a little pink, a little socialistic? No, not at all. No, fact- not at all. I think that was a good question on the uh, the host part there. Basically calling out Santorum as uh, kind of a, a commie for making a, a statement like that. But ultimately, uh, you know, who decides? Because certainly both sides use terms like the common good. And, well, everyone has their own perspective on what's good, right? So I have my perspective on what's good. Like, you know, I think peace is good. I think that uh, people not hurting other people is is a good thing. Someone like Rick Santorum thinks it's good to force other people into whatever belief system that he has and shove it down their throats. He believes that's good. So it's always interesting to ask, and whenever somebody cites the common good, well, who decides? Right. Who, which of us fallible human beings 
will be able to decide what is good for all. The ones who've read the book that Santorum likes best. Yeah. So that's really what it comes uh, comes down to is what Santorum thinks is good for people may or may not be good for people, right? And uh, and the idea of having everyone have the same perspective, that everyone should have the same viewpoint, that everyone should be coming from the exact same set of beliefs is absolutely insane. It's it's just psychotic to or believe that they that can, can be, be forced, true. right? You know, to join, to come around, to yeah. see the light. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> whatever whatever genie was in whatever bottle. Um, if there if the genie was ever in a bottle, when it comes to uh, sort of social issues, it can't be put it back in. Sorry, Santorum, your solution that gay people should just stop being gay. That's not going to work. Well, you could always execute them, Mark, uh, like they did, you know, in Nazi Germany. Uh, you know, I mean, there's it's about where I, it's just too far gone. Right. It's insane. I mean, it's insanity. It is uh, the, because the world is is full of contrast. And that's what makes it so great, because there's uh, all kinds of differing viewpoints and uh, people of different perspectives and beliefs. And we all get to live together and experience that contrast and then decide for ourselves what we want based out of that. So someone like Rick Santorum uh, sees behavior he determines to be unacceptable. Rick can choose and others who see behavior that's unacceptable to uh, to talk to those people, to ostracize those people, to move away from those people. But it's never appropriate to force those people into the behavior which you think would be appropriate for them and nor will it ever work not as it is not only not appropriate to do that but it's also ineffective and in many cases has the opposite of yeah. the intended yeah. in- intentions as we've seen so many times with the war on drugs creating newer and more dangerous drugs and putting people at greater risk of harm uh, because of the existence of the war on drugs because of people like rick santorum trying to force their particular viewpoint on others and they just don't understand that it's impossible it is a, a fool's errand to, to do these things, but yet they continue. Uh, one of the things that uh, I think is clear in our founding documents, uh, our found, our, you know, the definition of liberty as our founders understood it was freedom with responsibility. Well, responsibility to who? To themselves? No. It was a responsibility to others. It was responsibility to your family, but not just your family. It was responsibility to your neighbors and to your country. And we've sort of lost that edge. We have a whole society. That is a, you know, you've heard the me generation. If it feels good, do it. Just do it. It's a, it's an entire culture that focus on immediate gratification and the pursuit of happiness and personal pleasure. And uh, it is, it is harming America. I mean, look at the rampant rate of divorce brought to us by the left. It's harming America. The rampant rate of divorce is brought to us by the left. See, this is the defense. <laughs> conservative marriages are just working out this great. This is the defense right. of marriage that really bothers me. Look, I'm all for good marriages. I'm all for people's marriages uh, it working. Is- Happiness. <laughs> Rick Santorum is interrupting yes, me. Yes, he's very rude. Wish he'd just shut up. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> he just wants you to agree with him, Mark. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm all for marriages. But there are lots of bad marriages out there, and I don't think you should just stay in them for no good reason. And frankly, if you get out of one for a bad reason, what's the big deal? Now, I'll admit if you've got kids, that's not so great. But what are you going to do about other people's kids? Really? What are you going to do about them? Mark, marriage is sacred. It's a sacred bond. Then why the hell is the government involved? This incredibly inefficient organization created by man, why is it there to tell people how they can live and how they can't? Because we need the government to uh, decide for folks what is right and what is wrong. I thought it was sacred. Let's have God do that. Well, the government is God. 
That that really is what it comes down to. The government has usurped God. And for many of the Christians, in my opinion, Pharisees in this country, the fact is that's what they believe now. They have slipped into uh, a new religion where America and God are sort of one. Where you, I mean, Rick Santorum thanked God last night for his uh, result. And I mean, if God wanted you to win, you would have gotten all the votes. I mean, what kind of nonsense is this? God didn't want you to win. It was your ground campaign and, and frankly, some luck of the uh, other candidates uh, g- going soft. I, I, you know, God didn't want you to win. If he did, you wouldn't. nobody would have got a single vote. To me, because I, I'm not religious at all, um, anyone who comes out, God, 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 I, I automatically, I get very defensive because mm-hmm. it feels to me that they're... Um, I, I, I hesitate to call them evangelical because you can be passionate about something and forceful about your opinion and and not necessarily be an evangelical. But it's still, especially in the realm of politics and government, it really, really scares me. Is there? That's one of the most basic belief and faith and conscience. And for this guy to come in and say his his takes precedence over mine. It's his belief in You'll God. You'll do it my way. That's right. I don't, go, the, I don't go around telling people what what they can and can't do or if, or if they can God take says. birth control or, or, or they need my permission to take birth control. What, what a bunch of crap. I don't need that guy's permission. And, the fa- and, and to lay it on the founding father's doorsteps when these guys had a bunch of different opinions. One of the reasons sure. they created a, a, gov- uh, you know, a governmental system which worked as poorly uh, as the United States government does, and that's what it's designed to do. It was designed to be difficult to get law- laws through. Frankly, I think it wasn't designed uh, poorly enough. Clearly, they yeah, are getting plenty of laws they've been through. Plenty, they've been plenty successful, but to some extent, they just circumvent uh, what it is that they, they mm-hmm. do. I mean... But but as the case may be, to lay this at their footsteps, that's just not – it's not fair. Some of the founding fathers certainly were probably even they, – they make Rick Santorum look like a liberal. Yeah. Even as far as how prudish they were? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you're talking about uh, plenty of <laughs> plenty of real prudes. But at the same time, you got people like Thomas Jefferson having sex with one of his slaves. Ben Franklin was a womanizer and, uh, and all that other stuff. Indeed. So, uh, so there you go. Rick Santorum, he is the guy that uh, did – I guess fairly well in the election last night in Iowa. Mark, your prediction is he's not going to do well in New Hampshire. I don't nah, see how me he either. Could. Yeah. But didn't he come out of nowhere in Iowa too? Somebody had to fill the gap. Yeah, I mean, essentially every Republican got their bump along the way, and Santorum's bump came right before. I said all along he makes the most sense. He's the most conservative candidate. You mean for Republicans? For Republicans? For crazy people that want to control others? Eight five five four fifty free. The other Republicans that are sane voted for Ron Paul, of course. Uh, more coming up here. You can take control of the airwaves this is free talk live hour three is next hi i'm mark craighead founder of crossbreed holsters are you looking for a concealed carry holster Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of this program. You can bring up anything you want. 
dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Tonight, it's Ian here with you. Nami. And Mark. And we invite you over to our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features that we give to you there, so enjoy those on us. And if you want, uh, you can control the content of the site. So, sure, you can surf around and, and just look at it, but you can actually contribute to it should you feel so inspired. Find something online that you think is interesting, you think our other listeners would appreciate. You submit it as show prep, others vote as to whether or not they like or dislike it. And then it makes it perhaps to the front page in the top of the website. Yeah, who doesn't do this? Who doesn't go and find things online probably every week that you think are extraordinarily important? Yeah, you drop it in your Facebook. Put it in your Facebook, Send sure. it to your email, friends. Put it on freetalklive.com. I'll bet you... That we're getting more eyes on your uh, article on freetalklive.com than you are on Facebook, especially if it's a good one and gets voted at the top. Possibly. You can certainly go there and participate over at freetalklive.com. And we're going to continue to take your phone calls about what you want. Uh, On the way here, we've got the 10 things or the 10 lawsuits, most ridiculous uh, lawsuits. But first, some pretty disturbing news out of Dallas, where according to WFAA.com in Dallas-Fort Worth, there's a young lady who's disappeared, and she didn't disappear for regular kidnapping reasons. The story is, Lorreen Turner, uh, Turner said it's very frustrating. She spent hours on Facebook trying to find her granddaughter, Jacadrian. Once I get home, I'm up till 3 or 4 in the morning searching and looking, she said. It's all I can think about, finding my baby. Turner's been searching for Jacadrian since the fall of 2010 when she ran away from home as some teenagers do uh she was 14 at the time and distraught over the loss of her grandfather and her parents divorce turner searched for months for a clue she said god just kept leading me i wake up in the middle of the night and do whatever god told me to do and i found her hmm. turner said with the help of dallas police she found her granddaughter in the most unexpected place columbia not missouri columbia columbia Oh, my country, goodness. South America. Uh, is that Central America? Columbia? South. South. Uh, where, where she had mistakenly been deported by U.S. Immigration and oh, Customs no. Enforcement wow. in oh April of 2011. Wow. Uh, good job on this one, Ian. You certainly uh, got me. <laughs> now then, there's more to this story, but ask yourself as you hear this, how many others... Who else? We hear about it all the time. Uh, people are generally able to oh, no, get No, this back is the first time I've heard about a, a false deporting like this. No, no, no. What are you talking about? Really? And this is, I can't. This is the first I've heard of it, too. This is not the first false deporting story I've heard at all. Generally, you'll find it is people that have poor communication skills, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes American citizens that are, you know, haven't... Uh, learned how to speak well or you know people who are you know mentally not all there and things like that and uh, i i'm but you know this is the first one i've heard of sort of like a, a basically it looks like a kidnapping right a teenager right uh yes she? she was 14 at the time right so uh according to the story here she again had been deported in april of 2011 she said uh, this is her grandmother again saying they didn't do their work how do you deport a teenager and send her to Colombia without a passport without anything well, this actually actually answers one of my questions I've always had about this whole de- deportation process is what if they decide they want to deport you? And, you know, whether or not you're so-called illegal, what if they decide you you're on the list of people to be deported? What happens to you after that? Apparently, you end up in Colombia. <laughs> I mean, how does one prove that they're an American citizen right there on the street? Um, you know, I don't I don't I wouldn't even know. 
News 8 learned that Jacadrian somehow ended up in Houston, where she was arrested by Houston police for theft. Again, she ran away from home. Uh, she gave, doesn't usually lead to productive things. She gave Houston police a fake name. When police in Houston ran that name, it belonged to a 22-year-old illegal immigrant from Colombia who oh. had warrants for her arrest. Oh, facepalm. So ICE officials stepped in. News 8 has learned ICE took the girl's fingerprints but somehow didn't confirm her identity and deported her to Colombia, where the Colombian government gave her a work card and released her. <laughs> what is a work card <laughs> oh doesn't it figure uh news eight uh let's see here according to the story they she talked about how they had her working in this big house cleaning all day and how tired she was according to turner through her granddaughter's she couldn't find her telephone number to her parents I... through her granddaughter's facebook messages turner says she tracked her cadrian down so luckily she was able to get on the internet from Columbia and log into her Facebook account. I imagine Facebook uh, – I'm surprised Facebook didn't freak out about it because sometimes when you log in from a different location with Facebook, they'll say, oh, my God, you might not be the regular person who you normally are. You might be a spammer and we're locking your account down. Wham! <laughs> so right. hopefully that uh, – you know, she didn't have to go through that. Federal authorities got an address. U.S. Embassy officials in Colombia asked police to pick her up. But that was a month ago, and the Colombian government now has her in a detention facility and won't release her despite the family's request. Her grandmother said with tears you in her eyes. You can trust the government people. Yeah. She says, I feel like she'll just come, like, I feel like she will come home. I just need help and prayer. There are still many unanswered questions about how an African-American girl who speaks no Spanish is mistaken for a foreign national. Immigration officials are investigating and released a statement late Tuesday. ICE Director of Public Affairs says, uh, we take these allegations very seriously. At the direction of uh, the Department of Homeland Security, ICE is fully and immediately investigating this matter in order to expeditiously determine the facts of this case. ICE also noted that there have been instances where they have seen cases of individuals providing inaccurate information regarding who they are and their immigration status for ulterior motives. So, I mean, not just because they're a scared teenager who ran away from home and is yeah. in custody of the police. The, the curious part of the story, and, and maybe I'm just kind of assuming it from the snippets you've said, it doesn't really sound like the kid is pitching a fit to go home. Yeah, that it does sound that does sound exactly right. Yeah, she said she's really tired and she's been work, worked really hard down there. Mm. So, so, but her mom is the one that's doing the tracking. The, the grandmother. Okay, so why why does anybody if they know where she is, why is it that she's being tracked down via Facebook? She, I don't understand your question. Right, she why didn't she make a telephone via, call right, to or, her parents or contact or them directly? Maybe she wasn't allowed. I don't know. Maybe they mm. didn't let her use the phone. Maybe she didn't know how to dial long distance. She, well, it doesn't sound like she was trying to get a hold of grandma. It sounds like she was posting on her Facebook. Tired today, cleaned all the banisters. That's right. You know, I mean, that's just what the story sounds like to me. I'm sure that she'll take uh, going home at this point over other stuff, but it doesn't sound like she's, you know, it, it, you know from what I'm hearing here, it doesn't sound like she's crazy to go home. Are you telling me ICE didn't give her any opportunity to make a telephone call? Well, that's a good a good question, Mark. I mean, not always do do you get the the phone call. It could be that, uh, uh, that they have a block on uh, collect calls or something. They that may they, decide that uh, so called uh, African Americans, so therefore it. they have a, a higher chance of having a person in their family in jail. Maybe they decided uh, you know that they don't want calls from that person, or maybe so they put the block on the phone. Maybe so therefore, people that, maybe people that get picked up for immigration don't get a phone call. That, come on. You know? They get a phone call. How do you know? I mean, they. Maybe I cheated. have been. I've, I look as the You've been picked pers- up as an immigrant. No, I have not. But I have been know? in prison with these people. I'm telling you, they get phone calls. Yeah, but that was a decade ago. Maybe it's more severe now. 
Is that what you're going to fall down on this? The I don't know. The government Mark. doesn't have a telephone don't treat in any like, of the holding cells she was in. They don't treat Im- immigrants like human beings. I mean, they're they're treated like second class people, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if they were just held and and then deported. Well, even more so if she wasn't allowed a phone call when she was still in the states. I, I don't get the impression from the piece that you're reading to us that she was really on fire to come back. Who knows what she was yeah. thinking, right? I mean, yeah. she's a teenage girl. She's angry. She's upset. She's run away from home. She gets arrested for theft. Uh, doesn't tell the police her real name. And when you aren't, when you're not cooperative with the police, they don't want to let you, you make phone Columbia. calls. They don't want to let you make phone calls. They don't want to give you any privileges if you're not cooperative with them. So that she's being non-cooperative. They hand her over to ICE because they matched her up with this uh, this fake name. Who knows how the ICE agents are treating her? You know, they may, you know, who knows what their attitude is? I mean, I'm sure maybe some ICE folks are compassionate somewhat, but many of them, I bet, are very, very rude and very mean to the people that they uh, they pick up, Mark. I mean, you know this can it's be the case. It's not about the – that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the sort of the matter of course. There have been Supreme Court rulings when it comes to this uh, – uh, so getting of uh, a telephone. I understand where you're coming from. You're coming from the assumption that uh, this, uh, you know, uh, what to me seems like a fallacious assumption that this girl was treated entirely differently than just about everybody else that's arrested. Well, I, again, I think once she got into ICE custody, she'll be treated differently than a standard arrest. They no, I'm talking about immigrants get telephone calls. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I'd love to hear from somebody who's been picked up as, uh, as an immigrant and get the, get the details on that. I think it depends on the agents you're dealing with, how they treat you. It's Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want. Dial up, toll free, 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we give to you there. Once again, freetalklive.com features like the webcam. Watch, listen, and interact. We've got other listeners that are in the chat room there on the webcam page at cam.freetalklive.com. Once again, cam.freetalklive.com. Now that the holidays have come and gone, it's time to get serious about your New Year's resolutions. For 2012, resolve to protect your most valuable asset, your family. Daily, we hear about all the strange things happening around the world. Unemployment, food shortages, natural disasters, just to name a few. You can't predict when something's going to happen to you, your family, or community. You need to be prepared. One of the ways that I prepare myself is wisefoodstorage.com. They offer delicious ready-made meals that are packaged in metal mylar pouches that are put in a plastic tote that you can stack up and have ready for when the uh, when the time comes that you need uh, food. The, they're, they're good for 25 years. That's what the shelf life is. And, uh, you know, I suspect if, the, if things came down to it, they might be good for longer. You, they, they prepare in just minutes simply by adding water. You can visit wisefoodstorage.com and request a free entree sample. 
can also call their telephone number at 855-FOODWISE. You can also use the pr- promo code FTL. That's how you get the free entree sample. Um, you can also use that to get no-cost shipping on any order. It's wisefoodstorage.com, 855-FOODWISE. So we'll take your calls about whatever you want. You dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. Uh, you guys were mentioning something during the break that I thought we should clear up, because earlier in the show tonight there was some confusion about this whole Iowa primary, or Iowa caucus rather, where uh, there are certain vote totals that came in, but there were different news organizations that we were looking at earlier. Fox News was one of them. The other one was The Examiner. Uh, CNN, the, too. CNN right? now. Yeah. Uh, they, they have differing reports on how many delegates each, because the idea is that you know the, the winners of the Iowa caucus are supposed to get delegates, from what I understood, but apparently there's no like hard and fast rules as to who gets what delegates. It's just like an open vote. It's a popularity contest. But you guys wanted to clear that up, because on Fox News, it said that uh, it was like 12 and 13 delegates That's going right. to Santorum and Romney. Uh, and Romney. And on CNN and on some other sites, it said 7, 7, and 7. So Santorum, and Romney, two and, two. and Paul. And two and uh, two, right. right. So, uh, so what's the truth? What's really happening? Uh, the truth is this, uh, this was really a popularity contest for a vote that is going to happen again down the line in March. Um, and, and it seems to me... and. I hope someone will call in and correct me if I'm I'm wrong, but um, they've pretty much anything that happened in this January vote is is probably going to be negated um, with other um, other elections in other states. So by the time the March vote rolls around, the delegates that were picked in yesterday's caucus have no obligation to stick with the candidate that they caucused for. Wait, so what happens in March? Uh, they vote again in Iowa. Uh huh. The delegates do. Yes. For the state delegates. Yes. I have a a, a, a post here from um I'm, I don't know a, a girl Amy who I am friends with on uh, Facebook and by friends I mean I've never met the lady. Um <laughs> it says it says why are so many rep- people reporting that Ron Paul won six delegates last night and see she's got even got some other different information. Mm-hmm. How I understand it is is not at all how the process works. The vote was just a straw poll. The delegates go through an election process, and those people who were um, elected last night at the precinct I was at did not get elected based on who they support. Correct. How did they get elected? That's well put. A, a, a willingness to be there and willingness to go. Because I mean, it's, to the state convention. Think, yes. think about it for a second. Iowa's a pretty good sized state. It's huge. Imagine yeah. if uh, you were, uh, you know, appointed as a delegate, uh, as an average voter who wasn't willing to necessarily do anything. So you had to go to Concord to vote on something. You're like, oh, I'm kind of busy that day. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's a big commitment to go to Des Moines or wherever. Right. Uh, and, you know, I would imagine a lot of people are like, I just came here to vote because the news and stuff says it's important. Right. Um, they're not willing to be delegates, be delegates in what, two or three days out of their schedule, perhaps mm-hmm. uh, put themselves up in hotels. I mean, to be a delegate is a big commitment. I think the Ron Paul people disproportionately much more like are much more likely to allow themselves to be delegated. And that's what's being reported here by Ms. Uh, um, uh, Ms. Uh, Amy, I'm not going to give her last name because I haven't talked to her at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a person here says because in Iowa they do not have to vote a certain way like they do in other states. Um, so let me see if I've got this straight. So, yes, because it's all very confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Yesterday they had this this caucus. People came from all over the place, all over Iowa. Every town has one of these caucuses or whatever they voted. Many of them. <laughs> right. Every uh, county has on average 17. 
Right. So there's several per county and there's like 90 something counties. 99. And so they came, they voted, the results came out. And also at these caucuses, people volunteered for to run for delegate and they actually had a vote separately to Correct. choose the delegates. To, yes. to choose the delegates, Two votes. right. Two votes. And so the idea of the Ron Paul folks was to go in and essentially swamp this delegate selection process with people? Yes. Uh, I, yes. I mean, that was their tactic, right? Uh, yes. To swamp the delegate, uh, delegate selection process. So ultimately, even if Ron Paul didn't do as well as he did, if people came out and, and volunteered to be delegates and won those delegate elections, then Ron Paul people, more so than anyone else, would be going to the state convention Correct. to Correct. vote for the delegates who will then go to the national convention who will then – Correct. Be obligated to vote for a certain person, right? Like those, the the delegates going to the national convention are obligated to vote for whoever wins. Let me read right? this from ABC News um, uh, here. The, the Hawkeye State will send twenty eight delegates to the Republican National Convention in Tampa, August twenty third, out of the uh, twenty two hundred eighty six voting delegates total. But all of the Iowa delegates will be unbound. Or oh. free to vote for any candidate for president or vice president. Wow, so they aren't locked in at all. Iowa works differently than most states, which will award delegates to presidential candidates proportionately according to how much the vote each candidate captures. And I think that's what the confusion is uh-huh. here. Most of these delegates so will be required to vote for a specific candidate during the first round of voting at the national convention. So Ron Iowa's Paul could won't. have won this, then, is what you're saying. Essentially, that's what that's what has been reported, and yeah. I think that there's a strong, strong argument in that in favor of that. Yeah, that's an interesting. Because, uh, you know, I mean, I think that there's also an argument to be had that uh, Santorum will probably be out by the time these state ve- delegates uh, are doing their voting. So mm-hmm. those unbound people that uh, would, say, support Santorum or um, may v- very well switch their vote to Romney. And I don't know. I mean, it's going to be it's it's incredibly distasteful election for republicans i think Mm. it's down to a two-man race as i have said um and essentially they're stuck with the guy who brought in romney care which is the predecessor to obamacare or this guy whose foreign policy that they um they disagree with but has been incredibly consistent do you want a politician or do you want something consistent I guess we'll mm. find out. I guess we will find out. But I think that clears it up. I, I think I, I finally get at least uh, what's going on. I don't know Iowa that we, any of us get what's going on, but this is the well, best no, we Well, no, what got. I get is that no one won any delegates last night uh, guaranteed anything. So like all yeah. these reports of 777 or 1213, none of it's true. That's that right. sounds right, yeah. <laughs> the, the Slate article says it's not clear how or why media organizations do this. The practice may arise from confusion between the Republican and Democrat caucus processes. It wouldn't so blame me if the media only, were confused. I mean, we're this... only talking about the Republican side tonight. We're right. not even talking about the Democratic side. It, it seems to me if this was a normal state, though, that the split would have been 777, and therefore it's a three-way tie. Toll-free number 855-450-FREE. You can take control. Maybe you were in Iowa last night, and you'd like to give us a rundown of your experiences. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752.
toll-free number here for you to bring up anything on Free Talk Live is 1-855-453. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. 855-450-3733. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. You know that cigarettes aren't good for your health, and you've probably been thinking about uh, you know quitting or trying something new, maybe the patch or uh, the gum or something like that. Consider e-cigarettes. E-cigarettes are a device that you can get that will vaporize nicotine, and without all the other nasty little uh, you know, uh, chemicals that are in cigarettes that uh, are carcinogenic. Now, I'm not going to say it's safe for you, but it's 22,000 times healthier than a regular cigarette uh, by one metric. Vaporsmiths.com makes one of the best made e-cigarettes on the market today. Um, among being, uh, you know, b- besides being well made, it has a booster built into it that allows you to get a better hit of vapor. And, you know, nothing worse than getting sort of a half a draw and uh, having an unsatisfying feeling. The, uh, you can get the, the e-cigarette made by Vaporsmiths for free. They'll give it to you for free. All you have to do is purchase 40 cartomizers. Cartomizer is the uh, device, uh, the, the thing that screws on the end of the, the e-cigarette that contains the, the nicotine in it. Uh, one cartomizer contains the nicotine of a pack of cigarettes. Depending on how much you smoke, it would be how uh, quickly you use these up. But uh, 40 cartomizers costs about 70 bucks. You're not going to get 40 packs of cigarettes for $70. You can go over there to Vaporsmiths.com, purchase 40 cartomizers, get the free e-cigarette um, kit, and uh, you'll get free shipping. You can call 855-2-GET-VAPOR if uh, Vaporsmiths.com isn't the way you want to go. you got to use coupon code FTL to, to pull all this off. That's FTL as in Free Talk Live. Vaporsmiths.com, 855-2-GET-VAPOR. We continue with you and your thoughts. Daryl's on the line in San Antonio, Texas. Daryl, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how are you guys doing? Great, Daryl. What's uh, on your mind? I want to talk to you about the Iowa delegate thing and uh, the report of delegate, uh, I believe, uh, Romney being reported with like 12 or 13 delegates so far. Yeah, which is uh, apparently uh, incorrect. Well, actually, not really incorrect. Hmm. The way I understand it, some of the super delegates, and that's basically uh, the elected governors, state reps, they're automatically delegates to the National Convention. Some okay. of those delegates have already pledged themselves to certain candidates. Hmm, okay. Gotcha. But are there, I mean, there's not 12 or 13 state, uh, like, there's not 25 state reps in, in Iowa, are there? Or maybe they're... No, those aren't from Iowa. Those are just super delegates from across the country. So they're saying the twelve or thirteen. They're saying the twelve or thirteen number. You're, what you're saying is the twelve or thirteen numbers are people from nationwide, not Iowa. Right. The Iowa gotcha. caucus did not find any delegates to any candidate. Okay, got it, got it. So what? So what you're saying is the numbers that Nemi was citing from Fox News is national totals of how many delegates these people already have pledged to them before any caucuses or primaries ever occurred. So are you claiming that nobody has yes. pledged themselves to Newt Gingrich? Maybe they're just not being reported. Uh, based on figures that I have seen, then yes, none of the super delegates have pledged. And and super de- I, I think Santorum like wasn't even. Hold on, Darren. Darren. Daryl. Excuse me. Uh, the, Santorum didn't even surge until like two days before the Iowa caucus, but he has twelve people that have already committed to vote for him. 
uh, those might have been people that decided to vote for him after he searched. And, of course, they can always change their mind. Yeah, they're going to have to because I don't think Santorum's going to make it out of January. Hmm. Interesting. Well, thanks for clearing that up, Daryl. Anything else you want to share tonight? Yeah, uh, in New Hampshire, uh, I know, uh, I believe, Ian, you're registered Democrat, correct? Um, unfortunately, yeah, I, I was unable to change my registration prior to the 90-day deadline. Uh, you have to be changed out. So um, you're not going to be able to vote for Ron Paul. I can't vote for Ron, Ron Paul. Paul in the, uh, Actually, you, you, you might not be able to vote for Ron Paul, but there is a good candidate that you can vote for in the Democratic primary. Oh, really? Darcy Richard. Yeah, Darcy Richardson. And who is that? Uh, he is a third-party historian from Florida. And he's on the ballot in New Hampshire? As a Democrat? Yes. Uh, He's currently on five ballots in Democratic primaries. Okay. New Hampshire, Texas, Missouri. And what do you know about him? I mean, he's a historian, but he's not Obama. What's that? Like, what do you know about the guy? Uh, Well, I I know that he supports small government. Okay. Okay. Which is rare among Democrats. That's probably yeah. That would definitely put him above Obama as a uh, potential primary vote. What's the name again? And you could go to his website. It's Darcy2012.com. Well, thanks for the heads up on that, Daryl. I uh, appreciate your call tonight. Let's talk to Steve listening in Seattle. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nemi, and Mark. Well, um, this happened uh, quite a while ago. I got pulled over and uh, by the cops. I was driving a little too fast. And I, the guy said, you know, license and registration, so I pulled my wallet out. And uh, I have my Visa card actually has my photograph on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, the cop goes, what's that? What's that right there? And I, I said, you know, just out of habit, because, you know, first of all, we're taught from birth to do what cops say, right? Oh, sure. They're intimidating. Plus, plus I was in, in the military, and I was a bit, you know, brainwashed from that. And I I showed him what he wanted to see, and, like, within that same second, I realized, you know, I should have closed my wallet up, you know, handed the guy my license, closed my wallet up, and not let him see it, and said, if you want to look inside there, you have to get a search warrant or something Right, like something that, happened right? like that to me, too. I mean, you can kick yourself about it all you want, but, uh, you know, things exactly. happen. Exactly. Well, so then I posted something about that on my Facebook page, and my family and friends went absolutely haywire Saying, "Oh yeah, that's that real, real good idea, Steve. Make the job, make the cops' job so much harder. He already has to deal with enough crap out there as it is without people like you." Mm, you just used a cop harder. hater. Yeah, yeah and and uh, you need to, you need to kiss so some I more said, boots, Steve. Be like the rest of America. Sorry? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, and then I, I said, well, you know, his job isn't, uh, in, you know, looking at my looking through my stuff without a warrant. I still have. I still have my rights, at least I think I do anyway. Mm. And uh, I I went back and forth, but that's all. I mean, all I was was an abominable cop hater and and a guy who's just trying to, you know, make it hard on them for no reason. Like it was was pointless as far as they were concerned. I I don't know. I thought I'd offer that up to you guys. That's why I moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project to get away from people who would uh, encourage bootlicking and get around other people that uh, are more likely to refuse to obey. Well, I'm on the list, so Fantastic. I got my wife on the list too. Excellent. Excellent. Great, Steve. Anything else you want to share? Well, so did you get a ticket or like what happened with the the cop thing? 
You know, really, actually, um, I, I gave that cop a worse attitude than I've ever given a cop, and, and unbelievably, he, he let me off. I, maybe uh-huh. he was having a good day that was equal and opposite of my bad day, and he, yeah, he was just like, oh, I won't give you a ticket, man, but just, you know, take it easy out there. And, oh, and I thought, hmm, you know. And, and then, you know, you're kind of tempted to say, oh, yeah, well, he was being nice about it. Well, I don't know if, if a mugger only takes, Ten dollars from you instead of fifty. Is he being nice? <laughs> you know, that's that's from true. The standpoint of the mugger, he yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't yeah. kill you. Uh, you know, it could have been, it could have been worse. If a, if a mugger needs uh, ten bucks to get a bottle of uh, liquor and he only takes ten dollars from me, I guess I'm going to call that nice. Steve, yeah, thanks. I know you're you're, you're kind of like yeah. I, I guess he's being nice. I always say that. Well, I guess he's being. Thanks for the call tonight, Steve. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is tough when you're dealing with the police to really stick to your principles. Oh. Uh, they're intimidating. And like Steve said, you know, we've been trained to obey the police over time. Yes. We've been taught these uh, these behaviors. Plus, to some extent, you operate with the idea, I operate with the idea that I'm not doing anything wrong. So, you know, a certain amount of, uh, of of transparency doesn't bother me. But then I think about it, well, you know, you've got to be prepared for every circumstance, and you just can't be. Yeah, generally it's a good idea to uh, not answer uh, questions. In fact, uh, not speak to them if you can at all avoid it. Uh, but you also don't want to make them uncomfortable. So, you know, make sure they can see your hands when they're approaching the car. You don't want them drawing down a gun on you, etc. We're coming up here. You take control. Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Dial in, toll-free, and bring up anything at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Remaining moments, here we are. It's Ian here. Nemi. And Mark. And you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Hey, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com. And you can get uh, web banners. You can get high-res graphics. You can get a free bumper sticker to help get Free Talk Live into more ears. Go to promote.freetalklive.com to learn more about all that. That's promote.freetalklive.com to the phones and the fun. William in Dallas, Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. William. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, William. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I was just going to say, me, uh, my friend and I, uh, we kind of have a lot of similar beliefs on uh, the government not being a good thing. Uh, but one of the things he he believes in, and I was, I've been racking my brain for a few days trying to figure out. He believes that government regulations are great or needed or whatever you want to call it, and I've been trying to rack my brain, brains of thinking of good government regulations. Uh, Did you want us any to ideas? ask you, ask you uh, to tell you some good government regulations? Yeah, either that or make it more fun for me and just point out the really really bad ones. I mean. <laughs> Well, I, th- I think that, uh, you know, certainly government regulation um, and there's there's a lot of government regulations that do the, you know, the opposite of what's intended. Um, I think that 
that what people who like government regulations need to consider is that I think there are better regulations and worse regulations. The question is, um, can people operate without the regulations from an organization that claims for itself the monopoly privilege and the use of violence in a given uh, given landmass? Would we still have something similar in the absence of the monopoly regulator, which is the government? Would we still have competitive uh, so-called regulators like third-party certifiers? And the answer is yes. I personally like the, uh, the, the, the regulation that there be a certain amount of nutritional information on foods that come in boxes. But you know, frankly, I find I think that the information that they give you on these boxes is so useless that it's not worth the regulation that would put it in place. Mm. Um, so, for instance, if you you know you get a little juice box and it says two servings, my God, it's a juice box. Right, it's supposed to be one serving. Yeah, um, and so they give you half the calories, half the the grams of sugar, half the whatever. Right, and if you don't look at know to look at the serving count, right. then you might not. And the ingredients sometimes, for instance, if you're looking to keep gluten out of your diet, um, the you know wheat goes by so many different names that it's it's you can't even look for uh, for, for the same stuff. It's like MSG, as I've heard, uh, comes in different has different names for MSG out there. Why not just if if you're going to regulate this stuff, government require that MSG be called MSG and wheat be called wheat. Yeah, that's those are good examples. Or you know, one of the things my sister, she's all into nutrition, mm-hmm. and she thought she told me in the past about what what's considered uh, okay to call a cage free chicken. You know, when you buy your eggs, uh, I forget, but it was something crazy like if the chickens are allowed out of a cage for thirty minutes a day, they consider that cage free or free roam or something. Right. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, one does have to ask what what does qualify as a free range chicken? Um, these are you know excellent questions. Right, I know and the I government the... calls beef anything that comes from a cow. So you're talking about the hair, the horns, the the eyes, Great every, point. all that stuff. It gives beef. people a false sense of security. These sorts of things. Like I know that Mark, you're a beekeeper, so maybe you're going to know the answer to this. But I remember hearing, I think from a beekeeper in the past, that when you look at honey that is marketed in the U.S., there's like grade A, mm-hmm. but and that makes it sound like yeah, it's the best honey out there but no 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 grade a apparently can just be all kinds of corn syrup and sugar and yeah, like, lots of things that aren't honey no and, actual honey or like a very very small amount of real honey. i couldn't say how much honey is in grade a honey but i would say that it would uh, i do know that i've heard the same thing that it was like little or no honey at all but it ain't real honey and it makes it sound like ah, and then you a. have people selling things called raw honey um, and most mostly that is um, all natural honey, and I don't think there's any regulation on that at all. So you have people out at a farm stand that's actually giving you what you want to get um, in a bottle, whereas uh, at the grocery store where they have all this regulation, they're giving you something entirely different. Yeah, one of the things I always point out to him was like restaurants, and he, he feels like, and I say that restaurants aren't, I don't think it's necessary to have a government approval or food inspector or whatever, uh, and he seems to believe that, you know, if it wasn't for that, you know, the restaurants would just be poisoning people and just using unsafe or unsanitary conditions, and I'm like, You poison gosh, pests you know? that you don't want to come back, and restaurants generally don't consider their <laughs> clients to be pests. It's a, it's a viewpoint of the world that is so incredibly negative, that is so paranoid, and so unbelievably inaccurate about how things really are. Mark, you just gave a great reason why. And you have to ask those kinds of people, if you believe that people are so just 
mean-hearted and mean-spirited that business owners would want to poison their customers and that uh, they would want to do things in an unsafe manner uh, and you know take unnecessary risks and things like that, then why would you want those same fallible human beings in government controlling other human beings? Well, it's funny. I, heard him, I made him listen to you, uh, uh clip from you saying, you know, almost what you said there. But, you know, I think and I, it was just funny. If they're just so evil, you know, <laughs> they'll just stab you in the back. And you mean it. Why in the heck would you want to put them? The humans in charge of yes, things, sir. You know? Right, like this is the this is the big conundrum. If you believe that the world is full of good people, then you don't need a monopoly state like we have, or you know, all the country, all countries have. If you believe that the world is full of bad people, then why in the world would you want to create a monopoly state for bad people to take over? If you believe that the world is good and bad people, don't you believe that bad people are going to be drawn to this seat of power? If yeah. you believe that people are uh, motivated by incentives, then doesn't an organization like the state, isn't that going to attract people that, that um, you know, are looking for incentives of, uh, based on power? Perverted incentive. Yeah. Thanks, William, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Nemi? That, I, I agree wholeheartedly with Mark, what Mark just said. Let's continue here. Of course, you can bring up anything you want. By the way, an update on our St. Jude fundraising. Uh, we're currently oh, yeah. about 33% of the goal. We right are doing a $1,000 fundraiser for St. Jude's, uh, Saint, excuse me, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Hospital. Right. Uh, they're helping kids with cancer and other uh, issues. And uh, what we're doing is we're trying to raise $1,000. We are going to raise $1,000 because uh, we're asking you to pony up a few bucks and, and help out. And so far, 16 people have done so over That's awesome. freetalklive.com, totaling over $330 uh, at this point. And the fundraiser is going to go on for another 12 days. So we get plenty of time to reach the goal. But even if we don't make it all the way to the top, Mark, you and I, we're going to kick in whatever the remainder is. And well, I'm kicking in. I've already got a, a, an amount. Uh, I already have an amount pledged well, then we, in my We may mind. kick in more than the remainder. Right. Uh, but we're going to go at least to 1000 And if not, you know, we may get more than 1000 And it will all be donated to St. Jude in the name of our competitors uh, and uh, their refusal because they refused to meet with uh, an orthodox. Orthodox Muslim and or a hardworking, hard-working illegal, illegal, so-called illegal immigrant and have conversation with them over lunch. Uh, that was what we'd invited our competitors to do, and they refused to do that. We're talking about hate mongers like, uh, like Michael Savage. and They didn't refuse. Uh, they just didn't respond at all. Right. And, well, and by the way, this was put in one of the, the, the biggest news organization in um, Talkers, Talkers, magazine. Yeah, Talkers yeah. magazine picked this up and uh, ran with it. So, you know, they saw it. They probably heard about it. Yeah, yeah. they saw it. So they didn't do it, and so we're raising the money anyway. It's fine. I mean, you know, we intended to do it. That's that's what we figured would happen. So, uh, oh, aside from that, I heard something interesting last night. You know, in this Ron Paul fervor that's going on, uh, some people like uh, Michelle Seven, who's been a host on this show in the past, she had announced that she was going to be voting for Ron Paul. Mm-hmm. And this is somebody with whom we've had conversations in with the past. About not voting. About not voting yeah. and how principled it is to not vote and, you know, all that stuff. And now she's going to vote for Ron Paul, which well, is, you know, I think is fine. I think it's great. And, and I think everybody has their threshold for whom they would be willing to vote. And people will change their minds, and it's okay to to change your mind about something. Um, but it's interesting who is changing their minds. And I heard, now, I, this is just a rumor, but it came from reliable sources. I think you were there for this rumor, uh, Nemi, last night at the Activity Center here in Keene. But the rumor is that Stefan Molyneux has come out in favor of voting for Ron That's Paul. That's right. That's right. I Have you wow. seen this I was video? There. Yes. 
So you can confirm, like, yes. absolutely firsthand account. Yes. You saw him advocate this. Yes. Well, now, Mark, didn't, part you, of didn't Stephon, you just have a, a, a debate on a cruise ship with Stefan Molyneux about regarding this? the uh, about voting? Uh, well, yes, but Stefan said before the debate that this was just a wrestling match, and frankly, I think that he may have out wrestled me on this one. Um, but he but said his position to my was face, to not vote, right? He said to my face, he didn't find voting to be immoral, um, uh-huh. and a lot of people will use. But wasn't him. his position to not vote? His position was to not vote, but, right. p- but mainly, um, you know, his his position all along has been have some self respect, man. You know, because you're never going to win. And I think that he's been, if if what you're saying is true, and I do not know that that's the case, uh, then maybe he's been she swayed she by saw success. It. This may be our this may be our year. I, I certainly like, uh, you know, when L- Nimi says things like that. But I, <laughs> I, you know, would have to hear this almost for myself, and I'm going right. to go research it. Yeah. So I mean, Stefan Molyneux, major advocate of not voting, and you know, getting out of the. Inside the system stuff has now advocated uh, that people go ahead and vote for Ron Paul, which, wow, pretty amazing. Ron Paul really can't inspire people. We'll see you tomorrow night. Freetalklive.com. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.